Hey there, folks. What do you know? It's the Uticast episode 218. Uh, this week, making his annual return to the podcast to hype the downtown get down, the Maiden Utica passport, Maiden Utica main man, rabble rouser, troublemaker, Justin Parkinson is back once again. We're going to talk about all the events coming up, plus fantasy football, Premier League. Uh, movies, TV, you know, Parkinson likes to talk when you get him on here. Also this week, uh, Heather is back, Kevin is back, we're going to talk uh, about Spider-Man, we're going to talk about tie-dye, we're going to talk about Bachelor Party Weekend, license plates, history lessons, uh, Spider-Man, uh, all this, and so much more, folks, as always, uh, here at the Uticast, we're so happy to have you here. Oh, yes. Man, huh? This is the week you're excited about it. I'm usually the excited one, but this week, 218, you're excited. Heather, you're here four weeks in a row, although, well, I I didn't finish, although this late at night, at what cost? Oh, about 90 minutes late. I was helping the zoo, it was free night. Oh, that's right, it is free. How often do you guys do free night? Um, Two times in the summer. Two times in the summer. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, was it at least, was it successful, if nothing else? Yeah, it was very successful. Good. Very free. Good, good. Well, we're happy you're here. I have a lot of stuff I have to get off my chest to you anyway about my experiences this weekend. Because uh, following your stories. You're fo- oh, yeah, I was using Instagram yeah, on the stories. Yeah, very. I was trying it out, just having a little fun, yeah. just trying it out for once. Um, I don't know all the tricks that people seem to know. Like I went and looked at other people's Instagram stories. They knew all sorts of like there's like stuff and effects on it. I wouldn't really know what I was doing down in that in that range. But again. We'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Uh, before that, though, Kevin, you're also here. What's up, Kevin? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you were playing at a wedding this weekend, so I just wanted to ask you about your... I didn't your, play at a wedding this weekend. I just wanted to ask you about your wedding band experience, if you had any thoughts about it. It was amazing. Yeah. So much fun. I mean, the people, it was a big wedding, like 300 people, um, and everybody was really into it and dancing and like right up there the whole time, so oh, that always, that always makes awesome. it fun. And, like, there were definitely some great moments. Like, you could tell that the bride and groom had an amazing time. And, like, different times, well, like, you know, we're going to do a certain song where, like, you can see them marking out. And be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to yeah. play this. Yeah. Yes. And, like, yelling. And it's really cool to help people make one of the biggest days of their life uh, that much more special. So it's oh, an sure. honor to be able to do that for people. And did the they, couple could not have been lovelier. And everybody there was very nice. Did they give you, like, a list of songs? Like, hey, if you guys can play these ones, if you know how to play them. So this is my first wedding, but I would imagine each one is somewhat different. Um, sure. But, yeah, they definitely talk to you about, like, this is some stuff we really like. This is some stuff we'd like to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes a band like ours isn't getting booked for a wedding. We're normally getting booked for a wedding because the people are like, oh, we go see your band out. We yeah, love your uh, band. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right. So they already kind of know what they're getting themselves yeah. like. We learned some songs for this. There's a lot of stuff that we play not normally at shows that we did play at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Stuff to get people like dancing a little bit more and like, you know, traditional like wedding songs. Um, and also some stuff we learned just for them. Like we did an Eagle song. Uh, we did uh, One of These Nights by the Eagles, which was cool. And some other stuff that they specifically were like, oh, we're really into this band or that band. Yeah. 
I feel like every time I've ever gone to a wedding where there is a live band, and I've seen a couple weddings with live bands, people get rowdy. It's always very exciting. People were rowdy. <laughs> there was so the, yeah. the wedding was at the train station, right? The Utica train station. We've all been there. Yeah. yeah. There was definitely moments where uh, there were a couple of guys up on top of the backs of the benches, mm-hmm. the flat marble part with like the big brown benches mm-hmm. that are all through there, dancing up on top. Oh, that's and so cool. People were definitely getting a little wild in the train station. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, people don't get wild like that for DJs at weddings. It's just not the way it works. I don't yeah. know. No, you can't hype them the same way. Yeah. We did lose power for a minute, like right going into oh. the second verse of a song. The bass and the guitar and one of the sides of the lights all lost power, so the keyboard player and the drummer had to keep it together when we got power back on. Because you yeah. don't want to drop the beat and stop the song, so yeah. it's just like an extended breakdown. Hmm. Yeah, That's frustrating, though. It was very frustrating, yeah. Especially because we're up there, I'm like, well, we don't know, because we had to plug in, like, far away, and we're running chords kind of all over, because it's not set up, we don't have a stage set right. up, you know what I mean? So, yeah, the second verse of uh, All Night Long by Lionel Richie went almost all night long, we oh, tried to get the power back. It's a literal rendition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I gotta say, it is, I'm two days, two and a half days, a oh, day and a half removed from this bachelor party that I went to this weekend, and I am... Uh, Still kind of tired. <laughs> Still yeah. kind of worn out. Um, I was all that drinking. It was a beautiful weekend too. All that drinking. Kev, you're drinking a sour right now. I was. Man. This was the. This was the summer of sours. It was also mm-hmm. hot guy summer, which is what I was calling it on Instagram. <laughs> mm. And I drank a ton of sours. They were all over the place. Shout out to uh, GFOP uh, Nagel, who from buried uh, from Nagel. Yeah, from uh, buried Acorn. They had a tap takeover in Inlet. The weekend that we were up there at the Screaming Eagle, at the Screaming Eagle, my yeah, camp's yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like two seconds from there. I drank a lot of the different. Very good I've never been invited. Yeah, yeah. never been invited. What's up with that? Yeah, what's <laughs> right, the deal? I'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, so uh, there's a million ways I could go to get into this bachelor party discussion, but I just wrote down a couple different things, and I guess I'll go from there. It's the easiest way, and I'll start with this. Uh, congratulations to Eric and Ivy. Had a great time. Uh, very excited for their wedding. Looking forward to it. It was great hanging with all the lads. That all goes uh, without saying. I'll say this, though. I'm not married, obviously, and I don't have any kids. A lot of the people who were at this bachelor party are married and have kids. (laughs) So a good section of this was, like, husbands and dads on the loose, like, for the first time in a long time. Like, ah, I'm free to go out with... I can't remember the last time I've been out with the boys. A lot of young fathers out there. A lot of young fathers out there. (laughs) And they were all going a little too hard. <laughs> a little too, they didn't know how to pace themselves. Mm-hmm. It's been a They're while. They're so excited. They're so excited. They that. lost their edge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was actually very funny to me, watching all the, the husbands and dads trying to hang with the boys from the city. Also, the other half of this party is like young dudes from New York City, right? And we stuck out in Inlet and Old Forge as big crew of dudes, like a sore thumb it was, it was we were walking into places people were giving us like the i saw i told justin you ever seen the movie like when people walk into like the wrong bar and like the music stops yeah. and everyone turns and looks at you i felt like that was everywhere we went <laughs> the entire <laughs> time uh we were there uh we did sample chicken wings from almost every venue in Inlet and Old Forge. Who's the winner? Oh, yeah, who is it? Screaming Eagle. The Screaming really? e- Yeah, yeah. The Screaming Eagle. Everything wings were the winner. Heather says no. That's a, you made a gross. Yeah, you didn't like that. I don't I like, like their the wings. Food. You don't like the chicken I don't, wings. Mm-mm. Really? I don't love everything on their menu, but their mm-hmm. sandwiches are good. 
the chicken wings are good, and they have a really excellent set of fried pickles out there. Their, their fried pickles True. are quite fried good. Fried pickles, always. Yeah, fried pickles oh, they do have good fried pickles. Who, who your wing, who's your wing go-to up north, then, if you don't I like don't go, I don't eat wings up north. No? no? We ate wings everywhere. They didn't eat wings. They get their food from the woods. Stop it. If Zach had a choice, he would. I know he would. <laughs> trying to plant the idea. No, don't. Go back to the land. No. Um, I'll say this. I was out here with a lot of my boys... And a lot of my boys are very successful at their various jobs and what they do all over the place, whether in New York or down here. You know, I just recently got promoted, so I had a little bit of money to spend on my own. And this is a weird sports analogy. I felt like the young rookie who just got signed to the pros, who just got his first contract. It's like, oh my God, I got all this money to spend. And I just could not keep up with the longtime veterans who were just (laughs) wheeling and dealing, money flying everywhere. Uh, It was a heavy weekend. A heavy toll. (laughs) was taken uh, on my paycheck. Uh, and then I went hiking. Heather, I finally, I broke down. I, I, fi- I went hiking. You probably hiked Bald Mountain yeah. many times. Your uh, son has hiked Bald yeah, Mountain. Yeah, he actually has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Infant, times. toddler, child. <laughs> hey, listen. I'm, I'm, listen, it's all right. Everyone's got to start somewhere. The journey of a thousand hikes begins. That is where they start. Bald Mountain yeah. seems to be like the, the one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I did get uh, my my balls busted for most of the time we were hiking because on the way we were coming back down the mountain, I ran into GFOP Congressman Anthony Brindisi. I saw him at camp. Uh, <laughs> so you guys stopped. And well, he saw me. He's like, "God, you just, everywhere I go." And I was just like, uh, "This guy every time, you too." <laughs> and there was a I don't want to say there was a crowd of people, but there were like ten or fifteen people like walking mm-hmm. up and down the hill on both sides, and like we're having this conversation. People know who he is, right? Yeah, yeah. And just for the rest of the ride down, these guys are oh, riding yeah. me I so can, hard. I like, oh, big time Sam. I know, everybody. I know all the boys that went out there, and I can imagine you got it pretty good. Oh, for the my rest God. Of the trip. I was getting it hard. The nice whole... flex, though. Good flex. Out in the wilderness, just, you know, one on one with the congressman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and to be fair, the next within the next hour, once we got to Inlet and Old Forge, there was another <laughs> member of the bridal party whose recognition up there was higher than mine, and that took some of the edge off for mm. me. So that's, there you go. Uh, I will say this, though, about hiking. No, I, I don't do well with heights. I kind of didn't expect how much of it would just be walking up clip faces. Like, oh, yeah, like, like just bare rock and, like, <laughs> rock bridges that are rounded on the top. I'm not super coordinated. And <laughs> I, I definitely had a few moments where I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't know if this is, like, a thing that I <laughs> like. Uh, I got, we got all the way to the water tower on the top. The water tower? There's like a big water yeah, tower. I know, I know yeah. They got yeah. water up there? It's not water. It's, not water. it's fire basically tower. a fire tower. There you go. Uh, I didn't go up, not because of the heights, but because there was a line of people oh, like yeah. lined up on it to go to the top. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I don't love heights. I would have been fine going up there. Yeah, yeah. What I would not have been fine doing is standing on there, yeah. like waiting to go in while people no, were... Yeah. Yeah. 15 no, people wins more. It's not worth it. It's not worth it, yeah. Are there like... Uh, cool. There's got to be quiet out of the way fire towers like that that you can go to where like there aren't oh, lines yeah. of people yet. Yeah. Well, maybe not also on. I like. No, did you see the way she said this? She's like, oh yeah, <laughs> trust me. She knows. She's like, yeah, we got a couple. I think too, we're not going to talk there's, about there's them in the one public. Nearby there, it's called Stillwater. Yeah, maybe yeah. not Saturday morning too. Like it was early. It was Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. It was early Saturday yeah. morning. And actually, we went pretty early. And when we were coming down the hill or down the hill, the down the mountain. There were way more people coming up than there were, like, all of a sudden, we actually did do a good because you guys job. weren't the only ones drinking Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. Oh, man. I was... 
A uh, couple other things just I want to say. I listened to more Steely Dan this weekend than I've ever listened to in my entire life. And I love Steely Dan, and it was a lot of Steely Dan. Um, and also, I gotta say, Inlet, Old Forge, great time. I was partying up there. Uh, tie-dye is back in a big way. Every, <laughs> it's every, always there. It's always there. Every sto- <laughs> yeah, but every store this year, there was like... Mm-hmm. I know that tie-dye is hot. It's on the come-up right now. I have a whole article that we won't have to get to today. But we won't have to. About... <laughs> Tie-dye, but apparently tie-dye is the hot fashion choice oh, of the geez. summer. Like, every store, every old forge. You know, they got a good racket, whoever it is, that store up there where they press the logos on the shirts. Oh, yeah. That's a great... They got a good system going on over there. They're yeah. probably making tons yeah, of yeah. money. Did you go to the hardware store? That's my Always go to the hardware store. Old forge store. hardware store is my, like my favorite place in the world. I did go to the my bookstore. My son sits back there, like, for an hour. Yeah, it's pretty cool back there. They did a nice job. Yeah, it's also, I learned about an upscale sporting clothing brand called Orvitz, and I only know this because I went to look at like a, it was like a it was like a quilted uh, like pullover. Now, Heather, just for reference, Sam went up there for the weekend to stay up at a cabin <laughs> okay. on the Fulton Chain of Lakes. I know, and, when, I was and when Sam, some, like... no, but when so so when he was packing to go up there and stay yeah, up there for the weekend with the boys. He didn't pack a single thing warmer than a t-shirt. <laughs> Brought tons of t-shirts, so no sweatshirt, no hoodie, no jacket, no long sleeve, no sweater. Yeah, yeah. So we had to make some purchases last minute. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I had to go on an epic excursion the first morning I got, like the, the morning after I got there. Uh, I went to drop everybody off to pick up the party barge, and I drove into Inlet and went to every store there looking for a crew neck Sweater. I want to know what was the feeling like with the moment when you realized, oh, you know what? I really should have packed something. Do you know what it was? Because I went out to the fire right when I got. I got there at like eleven thirty at night on Thursday, like right, real right. late. So by the time I got out, the people were sitting by the fire, and the whole crew of dudes all has like good crew neck sweaters and hoodies and all their good gear. And I'm like, oh, look at those good. I'm like, shit. I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't have a jacket. I don't have anything in my trunk. I have not a thing. So the next morning I have to go out and I, I I went looking for I wanted just a crew neck sweater that said like I don't know ADK anything I didn't care like fifteen bucks twenty bucks whatever it was right could not find anything right. apparently they don't sell crew neck sweaters anywhere in the world apparently especially not up north it was all hoodies and all like I don't know those weird long sleeve shirts you see where there's like writing on the sleeves as well as on the front of the shirt and then all, like just too much text. Should have went to Mountain Where's that? Right when you come into town. Then the I don't know if I got that far out. It's right when you come into Old Forge to the left. Well, the purchase after my 45-minute excursion ended up being a, I don't know, if the, what's the, the colloquial term is a drug rug? Like one of those quilted, oh my God. like, yeah. <laughs> like one of those multicolored ponchos. Yeah. Like it was really? knitted yeah. by Native Americans in bright colors that you pull over. Where did you find I found that at Rainbow's End it was $22. Oh, Shout out to the guy sense. at Rainbow's End. Well, because that's the problem. I remember one time that's I was up there. That's what you bought. I remember being up there one time and not that. having like something as warm as I wanted. And I remember looking. I had a similar problem. And I went to the hardware store and I'm in the back and they've got sweaters. And I'm like, oh, this is a beautiful sweater. But they were like real wool and cost like $170. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. well, I'm not spending $45 on something out here. No, no. That's the other thing too. Like, uh, uh, there were crew neck sweatshirts. They were just... <laughs> You're paying out the arse for it. Well, because you're not going to come home and wear your sweatshirt with like a loon and a, like the, <laughs> the pine trees on the front of it. Funny you say that. Shout out to GFOP John Zongrown uh, because he is a loon fanatic. And the entire trip, it. he was counting all the loons. He got to like, he, we asked him at the end. He's like, oh, dude, got to be 25 plus. I've never seen this many loons in my life. Loons. He kept trying to convince us that loons are endangered. 
Well, it's not that Didn't they're... seem like it. They're just very hard to find. They, they were... really are. It's like find tw- if you counted 25, I'm impressed. I've never seen that many. Th- that's what I... He... It was every time. It was a huge thing whenever we saw a loon. Crazy loons. Um, Any bears? I was kind of hoping for one, but no. Oh, they're always hoping for a bear. A lot of deer. ton of deer. I got to say, this is probably the only time this year I will get up to the Adirondacks, the way this is looking. I had a great time. I enjoyed awesome. myself. Always. Definitely can't uh, drink alcoholic beverages the way I once used to. That's just the, those days are long gone. Uh, also, I just want to shout out one last location. There is a place, and I don't know if I guess it's Eagle Bay, if you're driving up to Inlet. It's a little side shack called the Donut Shop, mm-hmm. I want to call it. The Donut Hole. You ever watch that episode of like the uh, Seinfeld with the Soup Nazi? That's kind of what it felt like. It was just like people going up there, like three plain, three powdered, and then like handing their money and taking the bag and leaving. <laughs> and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it was so good. That's all I, I've been thinking about it for, for four days. I'm about to drive back up to Old Forge just for donuts. It's a nice drive. It is a lovely drive. Uh, if you are driving up there, uh, you have to make sure your license plates are updated. That's going to transition into our first real story of this week. Are you ready? Uh, Governor Cuomo launched a statewide survey allowing New Yorkers to choose the state of New York's new license plate design. Guys, did you look at all the license plate designs? No, no. I didn't even know. You didn't hear about this? I, I feel like... When did they announce it? Like yesterday? It was last week, I think. I was, it was busy. People were pretty mad on the internet about this, I feel like, on Facebook. As always. As, as always. As always. Um, generally because it felt like they're like, oh, this is a pu- like a publicity stunt or something. That's was something I heard. Okay. Um, I looked at the five license plates. They're all fine. There is only one license plate, though, that has anything that's not just New York City related. And that's the fifth one. So if you're going to go vote on it, vote for number five because it represents upstate New York as well. Although I have to say, I was voting based just on aesthetics. I don't even care what my license plate looks like. You ever notice, what's up with the license... You care about this, get hobbies. Yes. Okay. You, ever, you ever notice with the license plates now, they like they start like going silver? You ever notice that with a lot of people's yeah, license Yeah, they peel. Is that like a thing? Is that always a thing? No. No, that's new. Is, yeah. that, a, is that a new thing? Uh, all right, that's, that's all I have for license plates. Um... I mean, we don't have to talk about it. I don't want to talk about any of the G7 stuff. There was a whole bunch no. of... No, no nobody wants it. to talk nope. about that. Uh, but can we talk about the Democrats for just a second? Sure. Um, I saw um, a poll today. Uh, there's a new poll that came out this week from Monmouth University Polling Institute. that says for the first time, Joe Biden has dropped out of the lead uh, in, in national polling. Uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are now up to 20% each on the polls, with Biden coming in at 19%. Uh, are you surprised? I guess, I'll, Kevin, I'll start with you. Are you surprised that he's not in the lead, or are you surprised that it took this long for him to not be in the lead? Um, no, I'm not surprised he's not in the lead. Um, partially, you know, for reasons, and also partially because any kind of polling this far out is just an exercise in futility. Uh, polls don't matter. Nobody's really gotten out there. The season hasn't really gotten started in earnest. It doesn't really necessarily mean anything. So it's just kind of, I don't know. In one ear and out the other with polling mm. this early. Like, I don't think you can put too much weight on mm. any numbers you're taking this far off from any primary elections. Probably a bad look for Joe Biden, though, that he's not, like, in first suddenly. He, I probably think at some point in time, he probably thought this was going to be easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. He really... did some dumb stuff, and he yeah. sounds like an old man who's starting to, like, yeah. just get a little too old and yeah. get dementia. I mean, he doesn't have dementia like the president has it, but he's, you know... Too old. He's not Too old. And, not, and you know, the other two are, are old as well, so it's yeah. not, you know, that's not my only but deal breaker. But he he looks like he's lost the spirit for it. And this yeah. is also, he's ran for president like nine freaking times so far. 
This is what happens to him every time. He starts out mm. strong, then he starts talking, and then his numbers start tanking. Uh, I just want to share a quote with you guys that I heard earlier this week. This is from Jill Biden. I thought this was kind of interesting. This is the quote. Your candidate might be better on, I don't know, health care than Joe is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've got to look at who's going to win this election. And maybe you have to swallow a little bit and say, okay, I like so-and-so better personally. But the bottom line is we have to beat Donald Trump. Disingenuous garbage. It's a weird line. I don't like it, right? Like it. I don't think that electability is really yeah, like... We don't have to vote for just anybody just to be right, like, Trump either. So. I think that's, that's a really bad reading of the I don't, room. I don't understand where the notion of other folks being less electable... like that That's the whole problem with this guy, and I think that's why people aren't really mm-hmm. responding, because it's like, hey, let's, you know, we've got to, you know, let's not rock the boat too much. Let's not do anything. People are yeah, like, no, yeah. no, no. Like, this whole thing's been a mess now for years and years yeah. and years and years and years, and, years, and like, no, we're not playing this game again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's the guy's wife. Like, that's his only real argument. Because he can't win on, like, policy or practice or history or anything like that. And so that's going to be the only tack he's got to take if you're running his campaign. Uh, rumors abound if one more of the Democratic candidates gets reaches the, uh, the, the guidelines for getting on the debates, we'll have to go to another two-night debate situation. So you still won't have just one night. Somebody's got to do something. It's kind of, you can't do these two-night debates anymore. It's terrible. Uh, all right, and let's talk very quickly about the other big news of the week, and it relates very closely to Heather. Uh, you guys may have noticed that this week... Big we, news about Heather. Big news about Heather. Uh, we did our Uticast Fantasy Football League, which we're all very excited about. The whole crew oh, of folks. Awesome. Oh, 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 back it up. Back it up. Kev's not very excited. You said there's a Uticast Fantasy Football League that we are all very excited about, and that's a lie. I... <laughs> Kev's not very excited about I, it. You know, I'm the commissioner, though. He is the commissioner. Oh. I've been given full autonomy and full That's power. True. So, yeah, you guys are all just ants in my sandbox for this season. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so, earlier, uh, like a couple days ago, oh, well, Heather, you drafted him, so I'm sure you're I upset about it. auto-drafted You auto-drafted him. Uh, Andrew Luck, 29-year-old starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, announced kind of abruptly about two weeks before the season started. Very abruptly. Very abruptly. Yeah, I don't know, kind of. Very that abruptly. That he is retiring from the NFL. And I don't know if... I haven't read enough about this over the last couple of days to see if there's a specific injury that's caused he like him. He's had a shoulder injury. He's had a shoulder injury. I was reading he's about his just... injuries. He had like a lacerated kidney. He was like... Yeah. He's blood. just done. He's got some weird bone growth. He's had concussions. Yeah, he's just been like banged up. He doesn't really care about football because football is kind of dumb. He's a commissioner. That's why I'll be fair. I've... I have a couple different angles I want to start here on. From a strictly football platform standpoint, he's probably going to go down now in the ranks of these players who sort of retired early for various reasons, like the Barry Sanders of the world. He's going to be a big what-if question for the rest of his, like, the NFL. For the rest of the NFL. Yeah, for the rest of the NFL. Like, what? It's 10 or 15. Uh, And I think one of the reasons, and not to get too football nerdy on it, is he never really had a singular definitive moment where he was like his best single moment. He was really good all the time, but he never won a championship. He never like had like some amazing comeback moment or game that I can think of off top. And you kind of need that because most people and sports fans can only, I mean, people can only really think in small bites. Yeah. So if you don't have a moment, people have a tough time looking at your whole scale yeah. of nuance. Yeah. Um, he was booed by his home oh, I know, fans. I saw that. I hate- People in on sports. the yeah, that's why I hate sports. Here's like, yeah, that, that go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, it's just like I don't understand when people act like that. I don't. Stupid. I would say it's kind of a classless move, and you've got to be better. The only reason, I mean, and I can understand the anger, you know, from the fans and stuff, mm-hmm. and being frustrated if you're a fan of everything, and 
I think one of the reasons that you saw that kind of spin out like that is because this news broke in like the third quarter of yeah. a preseason game yeah. where he was on the sidelines. So you put yourself in that perspective. You're in this Colts stadium. You're all fans. You're ready to come back. You know you've got this great quarterback who's poised to enter the prime of his career. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're getting texts while you're in this. And you're looking at this guy. He's yeah. on the sidelines. You're like, man, this is going to be good. We might have a team this year. And you get this text in that moment where it's like that guy down there on the sidelines is like, nah, you know what? No, thank you. And I can see with that immediacy in no time, because it's it, that's what's really weird about it. You know, guys have retired early, but the news of this guy retiring early came out in front of a crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think there's a lot, I think I bet there's a lot of people who booed at that game that day that yeah. are like, well, you know what, actually, you know what I mean? But like it's rare to catch it right in that moment like that. I kind of stand on the the side of the fence that uh, Andrew Luck and any professional athlete doesn't owe you anything Our at degree. all. Right? Oh, like, yeah, I, I tend to... I'm, I'm the Pope I and president of yeah. that side of the fence. Like this is know. a guy who wants to stay in Indianapolis, who likes the area. Like he, he, it's a 29-year-old dude with yeah. $100 million and a kid yeah. on the way. Yeah. I support this guy yeah. 3 billion percent. Uh, I can see in the moment, and I see what you're saying, like, as a, you know, I'm trying to think of what, like, the equivalent of something that would make me upset about it. Like, if... If Mo Salah for Liverpool is like I'm retiring because I I'm I'm done just out of nowhere in the middle of the season I'd be a little frustrated. Not even like right at the kickoff yeah, of yeah. their season when he's supposed to come out and be the guy yeah. in a singular way where positions like that don't really matter the same way yeah. in soccer. Yeah. Uh, but again, he doesn't. None of these athletes owe you anything. They're not. No. Yeah. And I think that I've seen, you see a lot of bad takes. The oh well, he's just like people are like oh he's a weak millennial. Well, that's dumb because people have done this for decades. People are like, oh, he's just soft. He owes these people. Other people have real hard jobs. That's another bad thing. Getting hit too. by people is a pretty hard job. This guy's um, got a hundred million dollars. Yeah, he's twenty nine, and like he's we've good. we've he's seen we've seen that football, you know, hurts these guys' bodies and heads and shortens the longevity and you know is, puts a strain on this and that. Like, why not take your hundred million? This guy's got interests outside of football. This guy comes from you know. A relatively well-to-do family. Anyway, why not get out and just be a thirty-year-old person with a hundred million dollars, ready to build the next phase of your life for your family? How is that not more appealing than maybe sneaking into the playoffs for the Indianapolis Colts while you're getting hit and injured and rehabbing and getting surgeries and this and that? Crazy. Uh, and one last one before we go. I just I, I saw a lot of people saying, "Well, he's leaving all this money on the table." Like, oh, he's leaving fifty-eight million dollars. Right, like, well. you have a hundred million dollars. Like, that when proves is, the point. Yeah. When yeah. is enough enough, right? Like that, it's probably that proves the point that yeah. I always say about these risks. Like you know, yeah, okay, you're leaving sixty million on the table, maybe more, but you've already got a hundred million. Yeah, you don't need that money. It'd be nice to have it. You would want it, but like, it's not like now he's got to go make thirty two thousand dollars a year for the rest of his life. Like this guy's already right. set for life. Mm-hmm. So who cares? Of course, these owners don't care about you at all. So no. f those guys no. all the way through and through. Get in, get your money. Get out. Uh, all right, let's get to this week's interview. Uh, for the fourth year in a row, right around this time, Justin Parkinson of Bayden Utica, you guys know him. Uh, he's back to talk about the Downtown Get Down taking place on September 6th and 7th. Really excited this year for uh, Downtown Get Down and for the uh, the Maiden Utica Passport, which is looking really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot of the designs. It's pretty exciting. Uh, so we had a great conversation here with Justin. He's always, um, he's always excited when he's on the show. He's got a lot of energy, that one. Good energy from that guy. All right, so let's get to this week's interview with Justin Parkinson. We'll be back to the show in just a moment.
right off the bat, I'm going to start with some bad radio here. I'm going back through the old podcast. I'm trying to think of the what, how many years, what year Downtown Get Down is this? This will be the fourth overall one. Does that make it the third year? Fourth overall Downtown yeah. Get Down, which means... Fourth annual. So it's the fourth. third, 2015, the first one? I'm trying to think. Cause, uh, no, 16. Was it in August of 15? Because I'm trying to think if we no, talked about no. it. Maybe. No, September. So there's been one. September of thir- September 13th, 2015, we were at TEDx Utica. Okay, doing so that. the year after. So I'd I have think. to go all the way 2016. to. September 2016. What's September the first one? 2016. Let's see. Did I. Oh, man. Again, terrible, terrible audio podcast. Hey, folks. Justin Parkinson from Maiden Utica is here. Boom. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> September 5th, 2015. Uh, we talked about the downtown get down, the very first one. 2015? 2016. 2016. Sorry. September 5th, 2016. And then the first one would have been like like the 9th or 16th or something like that. Somewhere <laughs> around wait. there. September something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you the, the... Afterwards, Sam sits down with Maiden Utica co-founder and local rabble-rouser Justin Parkinson <laughs> to unpack his early career in TV broadcasting, <laughs> the prevailing and potentially overblown notion that he's too confrontational, and his strange <laughs> and his strange fascination with wolves and dolphins. So there you go. That's Some what we talked about. Some of those things have not changed at all. <laughs> None of those things. And I still don't know about anything more about you. It's been, it's been years. What's going on, buddy? Oh, not much. Uh, Not much. We want. We have a lot to talk about. This is sort of the. I don't know what you want to call it, the Maiden Utica Summit. Every year, I feel like right around this time, we we sort of have you on to yeah. talk about everything that sort of. Well, this is a little bit different because the passport's on there now too, right. which is like yeah, later, yeah, yeah, yeah. normally earlier. So sometimes I'll probably be on like in April or Mayish or something mm. like that. So this this is like a double pack get down episode. Yeah. Well, we'll get into both of those things and we can talk about that in a little bit. There's two things I want to start with before we uh, get going. And we are going to talk, I guess we won't talk wrestling this week. We talk wrestling <laughs> a lot of times, Jaron, but I'm uh, so disappointed. We're going to <laughs> We're going to talk fantasy football and uh, and Premier League at the end of First this. First time doing fantasy I don't know if I've really gotten I, into fantasy football, but this might be my first real go of trying to play. I will we'll we'll de- pack we'll unpack a lot of that later on because I have a lot of thoughts about <laughs> it as well. Um, so, but let's start off with this. I was uh, we didn't see much of each other. Normally, we're together watching mm-hmm. soccer on the weekends, but you it's were two weekends in a row. Two weekends in a row. Three we weeks a lot of Premier of... League, and we were like uh, <laughs> and we're this... Leicester. We watched one week of Premier League, but we're still in top four this, position. You know? This weekend, <laughs> coming, yeah. This <laughs> we weekend two coming up. Weeks, but we look good. <laughs> and this weekend coming up isn't any better. You have a you're you're buried on Saturday. Everton's on Sunday. We might get to watch Everton, Everton on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, you might get to nice. watch that. Uh, but you went to I was at a bachelor party this weekend. I'll yeah. just. And I'm sure I'm going to talk about the bachelor party on the interview later, so I'll, I'll I'll cut back on that. I'll just ask you this: When's the last time you went to a bachelor party, like mo- recently? Hmm. Not that long ago. Uh, God, you know what? Actually, it was probably Zach's. Zach that Wilson, I was like full Zach a Wilson. part of. I had to organize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was on me as best man in his wedding, and we uh, we brought Boojack to the dev. When Tim owned it. Shout out to Bujack and the dev. And, and uh, we basically rented out a private performance for the eight or ten of yeah. us in the dev. Tim <laughs> yeah, gave us sure. like 75 drink chips. We like worked out this whole thing with yeah. him, you know? 
and uh, we all just partied away and stayed at a crummy hotel on in North Utica, like the Scottish Inn or the Days Inn, or one of the bad ones mm-hmm. where we get two rooms for the price of one, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Ke- ask Kevin about that one. That was quite a. Kevin was there. That was oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't remember. Oh no, he does. He'll uh, tell you a good story probably from that. I'll let him if you um, bring it up. He'll tell you. I thought, and I'm, I'm again, I'm sure we'll talk about this on the podcast. I thought it was funny watching all these ostensibly New York City dudes mm-hmm. and like city dwelling dudes like we're just wearing like street wear the whole time just like hoodies and like champion yeah you saw like hipster stuff well, and yeah if you were in the heart of old forge which you guys probably were for a bit yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. guys probably stuck right out yes like, these guys are in town yes. for for not, some reason yeah, not yeah. other than being uh familiar we, with the country i mean right? i have no this is not a uh a knock on the establishment because we didn't actually stay there at all right. we were there for maybe like 10 seconds but we had pretty much gone on this uh wing tasting extravaganza right we were like let's go get wings at every place here so we were like at dakers we went to Northwoods and great pines and we went to screaming eagle twice because they were the winner uh, and yeah. then we went, oh, dude, Screaming Eagle, that's a whole... Bestling that's, in the oh forage so area. Uh, but, you know, I lost my train of thought. I had a whole point I was getting at. Um, Not fitting in on your wing. Oh, right, right, right. So finally, there's another bar that we haven't gone to yet. And our buddy goes, I think it was Andy Cooper. Shout out to Andy Cooper who goes, you know, there's a really nice bar here called the Red Dog. Or the Red... The Red... The Red Dog. The Red Dog. I think it's called the Red Dog. If it's not, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I think it was called the Red Dog. And I was like, yeah, let's go to the Red Dog. So we drive, you know, over the Red Dog. And we walk in, and it was like one of those scenes in a movie where people walk in, and the whole bar turns, and the record skips, and the music goes off. It was just like, and it was just like, I was like, oh, they are not pleased that we're here, man. It was literally like 45 to 63-year-old white folks, and they were just like, who are all these? Was it more uncomfortable than like the toolbox or whatever that Albany bar? What was that thing we went to in Albany? Was it worse than that? Well, that was just a case of mistaken identity. That was, well, they were, this was no, they right. were, no, because those guys were, fr- this was way worse, <laughs> yeah. because those guys were happy to see us. That was, oh, yeah, a, they were that was a good story. <laughs> that was a good story. Um, no, 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 the other, the other, this one was tough, because it was very much like these folks were like, what are all the, this crew of dudes doing right, here? Yeah, here? We don't we want them here. Right. There was no space at the bar, so we were ostensibly going to have to Pro get football a, hasn't even started yet. <laughs> we're going to get a table. We're going to get a table and then drink at the table, which is also, like, I'm sure that the waitresses don't want us to do that. So yeah. we just said, all right, the hell with it, and we left and went to back to the Screaming Eagle. But good times. Uh, I actually, that's not the re- thing I wanted to ask you about, <laughs> although we did five minutes on it already. Um, <laughs> last week on the podcast, I tried to get Heather and Kevin excited about the potential of the state fair uh new york state fair which is still going on this it, went, it started goes on this, for another week so in, another week after this yeah so it's yeah, yeah, labor yeah. day i want to say okay the end yeah, I think yeah. Monday's something last like day. that i don't know i'm a week from either way yeah yes uh point was kevin was very down on the state fair and heather wasn't all that much more excited about it uh, you actually went. I you do. were out with uh, with Kate and GFOPs, Devin and Nicole. I would yep. imagine. I think and we went to a Mets and... game, so that's yeah. how we kind of ended up <clears throat> in that way. Mm. Yeah, I have a the theory that I was talking to you about State Fair is that when you're not paying for anything, like when you're a kid, when you're a kid. Yeah. Even I don't know what type of kid you are. The later in life you can possibly get of going to the fair without paying for anything, <laughs> yeah. it's the greatest experience in the world. <laughs> the moment you have to start paying for parking, yeah, your own ticket, um, markups on food, raffles, and rides, you know, <laughs> yeah. it loses 
all that funness because it no, literally true. burns it's a expensive. hole yeah. into your pocket. And I just don't know if I current without any kids or rhyme or reason to go to the fair for anything besides enjoyment to myself, I wouldn't go. If I don't have the disposable income at, at to do a fair day the right way. I, I have to think, go there and be like, man, I hate everything about this. It's too expensive. I can't think about a scenario where I'd be allowed to really cut loose at the fair. It would have to be, I'd have to have a ton of disposable income. It's an Olympics effect. Once every four years. Yeah. I'd have to have someone who is driving me there and back. Exactly. Right? Like, an hour up, an hour back. It's a long trip. It's not like you're going to go out there and get a hotel in right. Syracuse to stay at the state fair. If you, that, if you do... Shout out, tweet at me on or, the uh, Let me know campers, you're all about. Yeah, RVs, campers. Yeah. See that That's a heavy commitment though. You're on those grounds for two weeks or whatever, even for a few oh. days. It's like man, one day was enough. And did it's you, a nice thing, but I think it should come every four years. Did you do the um the cows? We go around with all the cows and the roosters and all that crap. We avoided I've been on a weird <laughs> uh, I have. I've been on a weird animal thing. Uh, right, of, I see. Like, as the spectacle, I don't want to participate. Because we went to Herkimer County Fair as well. And then uh, some other stuff. That there's, like, where, now right. when I'm looking where at like a show horse. places, yeah. yeah, I just get a little show weirded, weirded out about, I don't want to go there and look at them. <laughs> it's just, I feel bad. Okay, so again, I don't, know, I don't want this to be morbid or anything. Are those cows destined to be eaten? Uh, is that what those are? Those show cows, so they're just living the dairy, high life. A lot of them are dairy, dairy cows. They're probably dairy cows. cows for a while. That is the thing. I mean, isn't all cows probably eventually meat? Like when it's dead, you I don't just know. I don't eat think... it, right? It's kind I, again, of... you, I'd have to have a farmer explain to me. <laughs> it like I don't know if it's like the I don't dra- eat cow at all, so I literally have no idea. <laughs> I don't know if there's like a draft. Like there's an age you age out from. It's like now nah, the cow's too old. You oh, can't well, eat it anymore. They know mean. country for old men. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Prodder. Right. Prod. Yeah, God, it's a terrible way to go. That's Very what they dark. do, though. That's what they do. Uh, would you, so you wouldn't go again next year if you didn't? Have I mean, like... it seems like every year I get sucked into it one way or the other. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. like, I'll Did probably you, go. Uh, at night it was the Dropkick Murphys, but we had gone in the morning right. because of the baseball game, yeah. and then went back mid afternoon. But we weren't staying until eight o'clock on a Sunday. But it would have been Dropkick yeah. Murphys for a free show, and all that stuff is awesome. Like the ghosts see a free concert essentially just by getting yeah. in. They have really good acts. That's all fine. Um, but for me, it's still, I don't know. It needs to be something magical for me to just be yeah, drawn I mean, there you I'm know? out of the age range for the midway so it's not like i'm like oh i'm gonna go ride the starship 3000 a right. bunch of times and spend 12 dollars on that right yep. uh i guess i would just eat right but even that, that's what that adds did. up real quick yeah. just having like. beers and like fried food it's just like and that was kind of the thing too and like the bazaar was going on so i was sitting there i was like some of this stuff i could have just done right need to go i'm not coming all what the way out you... here spending my money out in this town it's instead it's you go in you pay money to get in. Yep. Yes, sir. We had free tickets, so right. that reduces. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Like that's again but, I one mean, of the only reasons why two goes in, if a, someone in a vacuum. You tickets, though, yeah, you, you, would pay, you pay money to get in to park. What do you get for the ticket? Because once you get in, pretty much Nothing. everything still costs you. Everything costs something more. Yeah. Money. I, I mean, like that's the free concert, right? It's not really free because you pay. You paid to get in. Yeah, right. So you so, get like music and the so there's there's spec like you can go see things for absolutely nothing. You yeah. can walk around and do all this. Like there's actually exhibits and things going on that cost yeah. you nothing. It doesn't cost anything to walk into the chicken right coops. Right. And look at the or chickens. The, or it's the a, dairy still stuff only a quarter or... for milk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's yeah, still yeah, yeah, some yeah. things you can probably do as a spectacle thing. But yeah, I mean, damn. What's near, a beer cost you at, at the state fair now? Depends how far. I mean, you can. They 
it could be as low as four dollars for like something kind yeah. of uh, PBR type of thing, sure. and at that one stand you got to find, <laughs> or they're generically five, six, fifty, seven dollars. Um, but they're like fourteen ounce cups again, you know. So it's it's one of those things where it's not quite a. Uh, it's not like you're getting a sixteen ounce cup of beer. Yeah. You're getting a smaller cup of beer yeah. for a higher five, six dollar price. I mean, I don't want to get so negative right off the bat. So let me ask you this: Was there anything in general you liked about it? Was there any particular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the fi- the fair the blue and onion like that's what i yes. went there for but the like, onion <laughs> but the, the fried like that's what you go there for is just to eat crap mm. i was like t- talking yeah. to katie about it we were at the mets game and she was insistent on getting pizza and my logic the whole time was like this crappy piece of pizza or anything at the fair <laughs> anything your heart can desire fried especially at the fair like if you can just wait a few more minutes i promise it'll be so much no. more worth fair food than whatever you're going to get right now at this baseball game especially for, pizza for the listeners who were like me when he first told me the story uh a couple days ago i was confused because i forgot that they're no longer the the sky chiefs the sky the chiefs. Yeah. they're the syracuse mets yeah it's, it sounds weird it, it doesn't sound weird. right it is weird First off, there was a there was already a minor league team called the Mets in Pittsfield when we were kids. The Pittsfield Mets, the that's Pittsfield what I always Mets. think of, they, right? Low A ball? Yeah, they played against the, the Blue Sox, I the think. Blue no. Pit, the I gotta look back now and see what they uh, were. Clifton Park, the Yankees were there for a little while. Uh, how was your experience at the Syracuse Mets game before we move on, just real quickly, I guess? I thought, like, it's such a nice park. Yeah, it's former the former PNC just, Park. I don't know yeah, what it's called anymore. It's just um, I, we, were, we walked in. and I was like, "Could you imagine Utica? If you had a state fair and a minor league game going on in our town at the same time, yeah, like uh, <laughs> we just wouldn't be nobody <laughs> no, would go. You know, like yeah. there would one of them would be completely empty. We just don't have enough people. So it was impressive that there's all this action at the fair and that the baseball game's still pouring in a pretty yeah. decent crowd. Like it's pretty nice that like. It's not full by any means, but like I can't believe people are choosing to go to a baseball yeah. game when they have all of the fair. It was a dollar fair day, and people are still going to a baseball game. It's crazy to me. What's it costing you to get into a Mets game? I think it's like twelve or fifteen bucks or something. That's a good like deal. That. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. It's a nice yeah. stadium. Well, that's where they, they get also on the beers. They're worse than the fair on the beers. I think they were seven or eight dollars or something crazy like that. So that's that's where they get you on those. But yeah, the game they just got a lot of scrubs. I don't know if people got called up or if they traded him away. But yeah, like, everyone's on the Mets. Andy Mets are good. He's 32 years old and like batting cleanup for the Mets AAA team. It's just not, to me, didn't seem like a positive sign. <laughs> Before we move on to Maiden Utica stuff, since we're here on baseball, I'll give you one chance to discuss the Red Sox here if you want to talk about how you feel about where we are at this point in time. We don't have to talk about the Yankees if you don't want to. No, I'm, it falls back to um, I, what I've actually watched. I guess I'll believe that they still have a chance until they don't. <laughs> right, you're, because you're I have hanging such in. little in input yeah. of besides reading some stuff on Bleacher Report or whatever. Um, it's not good. Yeah, and I think the trade deadline stuff that's been changed kind of made you commit one way or the like. They can't the sale injury was well. Rough. They can't get any help. Either, right, like they weren't in a spot to be proactive on July 31st. So even if they wanted to get back into it by the end of August, all that stuff has kind of changed too. So that, I mean, they would have been estimated done for like a month right you know what i mean and even if they weren't there's no help coming they would have eventually probably petered out because they just don't they stayed still and that's the thing with dombrowski that everyone's giving them crap about is that they didn't do anything they won the world series and they decided to bring the whole thing back the only thing that i feel like um if you want to pull the things i'm going to do that yeah. the only thing i feel <coughs> rough for as a red sox fan for you is if somehow the mets make the playoffs <laughs> and the red sox don't you know kind of... the mets 
Shout out to Aaron Higgins. They well, they just they're a bunch of bums usually. If they have a nice season, I'm and, weirdly, you know, I'm it not, won't happen again for a few years. So. I wouldn't go so far as to say that I'm invested in the Mets making the playoffs, but it is the most interesting thing that could happen for the rest of this baseball season. Which is me, still weird regular season, because of right? like baseball I, they perform and act like a small market team. It's like you're cheering. We're talking like it's the freaking Rays making a run. It's the Mets who like uh, blew their minor league stuff to get these guys underachieved, and now we're playing better. And we're like, wow, these miracle Mets. It's like, no, they're a New York City team with millions of dollars that have just allocated resources poorly, and now it's working out for them. Pete Alonso right? is quite a find. Uh, let's <laughs> let's get to uh, let's get to the downtown get down. This is the fourth. This is the fourth right here. Yeah, the fourth annual. Downtown get down. Uh, what days are we doing this year? What's the September sixth and seventh? So sixth and seventh, and which locations are we doing? So sixth is we traditionally do something on like a Friday. Like last yeah. year it was the movie. The year before that we had Gibbs at the uh, office, yeah. and then you know. So usually we try to do a little bit of a pre-party beforehand. It's kind of a come out, hang out, and, and stuff like that. This yeah. year it's a little different because we're gonna have the passport release. So mm-hmm. we're gonna which would normally be in May. So basically a passport release party will kick off the get down and that'll be at the Uptown Theater. Right. So that's a lot to get down at the Uptown is the kickoff. Yeah yeah. So we're gonna start uptown and then work our way downtown. And all the downtown stuff will happen Saturday. Sure. So just the uptown on, on Friday, seven to ten you can come pick up your passports, but we'll have live music uh, I think they're gonna do some improv for people to check nice. out, and so to do like like when, when we went and watched a couple of weeks ago, yeah, we saw the like a little show, yeah, so Shut to up. get to get people familiar with it. And if you haven't gone yet, it'll be a good way to get exposed to what they're doing down there. Um, and then we'll, with the passport coming out, we'll have the green onion, we'll have slice, who are both on the passport, so you can pick up nice. your passport, use it twice right off the bat, mm. um, and then check out improv and live music all right at the Uptown Theater. Um, that's the first day. You've been sorted. Uh, and then second day, you're, is it going to be down the Handshake City? Is yeah, the all over the place. So Yoga in the Square is coming back. So we're going nice. to do that at Bite from 9 to 10 um, in the Franklin Square Alley like last year. And then Zach is actually going to do like a little funky brunch, we're calling it. He's going to DJ That's... inside Bite Bakery um, where after yoga or before your way down to the rest of the park, yeah. you can stop in the Bite and grab a Bite. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. He'll play some 80s-ish music to kind of about... fit with the theme of everything. You know, Oh, yeah, be... I'm... It'll be pretty good, and then we're going to Utica Coffee from there for nice. a like a fitness boot camp, which we traditionally do with the get down is a, a CrossFit type of thing, yeah. a demo, a workout, um, and there'll be music there, and that'll be down in the Utica Coffee parking lot near their murals and stuff, and then the public market. We're gonna do a mutt strut. Would you bring the your dog? Yeah, so you start a handshake, you walk your dog down to the market, shop for a little bit, and then walk back. But we'll do it all as a big group mm-hmm. of dogs basically going up onto the to the market um then handshake has everything from the puppet show at eleven thirty to tim's booked all the live music for yeah. the whole afternoon there's uc street hockey we're doing the server sprint um we have coffee sacks so we're gonna do coffee sack races i love the server sprint by the way good <clears throat> stuff on that uh, yeah we got to get these people out because there's a lot of people that want to do it but there needs to be more we want a battle here, right? Like, we really going to get some. If you yeah. win, we're going to talk it up like you made the greatest accomplishment in all of restaurant <laughs> Utica history, right? Like this will be treated like the god of this town. If we we're challenging people, I'm calling out my son Blair Bellamy, waiter over at Taylor and the Cook. I think he. God, could we do what made in Utica squad? Could you and Kevin he have I, carry us? I'm for, out of uh, practice. We have Steve though. Steve's Steve a professional could do, waiter. Wow. He's a, Maybe we. 
We can get a main pace Utica. car. We'll pace oh, car. A main Utica pace car. Can we later. Steve? Steve is the pace oh, car man. for them. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm going to start challenging people specifically now going forward. Just show up at a restaurant. That's what I did last week when we were on the show. I challenged Ooh. any local media company to play us in a softball. one <laughs> softball. I think we can still do that. I think oh, that's. They a, were just knocking at my door to have me pitch all over the place. <laughs> I can't. These Got guys, him. I tell you. Let's not get into that. Let's talk about. Uh, the passport itself, by the way. So, explain why are we doing it later this year? What's the reasoning for um, that? I think this year launching <coughs> the park in the spring. Mm-hmm. What we learned last year is that they both kind of stepped on each other a little bit. So, yeah. I thought last year personally was like uh, the effort into that probably didn't get even from our video to the actual yeah. concept got lost because handshake just kind of went yeah, right like yeah, it kind of yeah. overtook everything and i feel like that whole body of work was not appreciated the way that it could have been <laughs> right you know like yeah, yeah. We i know it could have done a handshake lot was more a, yeah it with overshadowed everything we yeah did it was really quite an impressive effort with dave drawing every or andrew drawing the, dave writing yeah. and all, that was all awesome that type of stuff. yeah 20 businesses were in it it was like the biggest thing that we've we've done for those um and this just seemed to make more sense is to put something one of our other flagship things at the tail end of the season yeah. and run it into winter because winter also comes into a time where these businesses are going to be a little bit slower. Yeah. Um, so maybe this fits in for that kind of, it's not a Christmas gift per se, but it's a good holiday season. Sure. Take my friends or family in town to mm-hmm. a place too. You know, it kind of fits in with a little bit more of that. And um, I just think the fall is probably better placement for it than, yeah. than the spring. I was curious. I, think, I mean, yeah. I think you're probably right as well. I think there's too oh. much in that start of the spring now with handshake stuff that consumes everything. So I feel like the dirty little secret was that even though we had like a date when we were supposed to be setting them, people just sort of honored them whenever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed to be not super yeah. like. Uh, but nobody's like, yeah, sure. been able to to really finish them since Fungi, Fungi in the first year, and it's just I mean, last year was twenty. That's a lot, but. Mm. You know, this year will be 15. You'll have Labor Day to New Year's Eve, so you get a pretty good amount of time to do it. Um, and I think they're all pretty reasonable um, to do. It's not like you're driving yeah. all over the county to, you know, do these things. Yeah. I mean, like I said, on the passport release, you can knock two of the 15 off in the first day. You know, as soon as you pick it up, you can get two right off if you hang out for a few minutes. You get sliced out of the way and green onion. Now you're down to 13 to do for the rest of the time. It's It can be done. And you did, uh, you sort of did this year, you went a little in-house for your design <clears throat> yeah. this year. Yeah, I haven't done that since like the second one. Since the second one. Yeah, <laughs> we sourced them out usually, so. How uh, how did that feel going back to the, the roots of it? Did you, um, you feel you made a mistake? <laughs> yeah, I'm about a day or two behind on where I want to be on them, but that's fine. Uh, I have... I'm very anal about those anyways, because those are, it's all the fine details. Like I said, with the, the comic one last year, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't necessarily design it, but yeah. I laid it out for them to design and what I put in nuance wise to mm. carry the pages and why they went a certain way, right? Like, so last year that was all based on stop of a map where yeah. you would go from what, literally walking in a line, the closest way to go to all these places. This year won't have like that. Nobody probably noticed, but you would have started at Mellow's last year and been to all your businesses right in the direct proximity until you got further away. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Nobody probably notices those things. So <laughs> I spend a lot more. I told you about my one thing that I'm doing this year that's going to make it weird for a second and nobody's probably going to care or notice. They're just going to think it's broken. You know? <laughs> yeah, saying, right. Is yeah, this? Yeah, Did yeah. you mess up this thing? He's like, nope. You know, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when you get it and you see the stuff, maybe you... Well, uh, spoiler, people will see Yeah, it. so will see. I'm hoping that there's appreciation for the little 
I like it, actually. Stuff, I think so. the stuff you do. I think this is a really interesting choice. I think it's a really. <laughs> no, I, I mean that in a good way. I'm sure yeah. when people when people say that's an interesting choice, they're yeah. usually being an asshole about it. But no, I I actually like what the design you've done here. Yeah. And every page has a different '80s logo yeah. or look or whatever. I don't even know what you would call it. It's not just an '80s thing. It's almost like um, what new wave. Retro wave? What do we call it? Uh, outrun. Outrun. Outrun, yeah. yeah. It's like an outrunner's video yeah. game, kind of go that look 80s up. neon car vibe thing. Go look City up the lights. trailer to the video game uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Yeah. And, that's, and that's kind of what we're talking about. Uh, other than that, oh, how's the tr- uh, how do you think the trolley did for the first year of... <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's an asset. It's just yeah. learning. We can't be towing it to places. It's a pain in the butt to bring it. I'm not against doing it, yeah. right? But I think the real, what we've learned is that you can create a route right out of Handshake to either the odd down to 72 yeah. or up to Gerber's mm-hmm. or over down to Utica. Like, there's some construction. Like, there's just a few things that I don't know if it's operating at its max capacity from a yeah. uh, park standpoint and the bike standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so we have to fix some stuff on it currently, but not even just that. I think once we, when they're going to do what they want down there in that boulevard project, the trolley is going to be really beneficial yeah. because the, the traffic will be trimmed down, the mm-hmm. roads will be nice and paved, you know, everything will be a lot nicer. I just don't know how close they are to truly connecting from bags up through Riskini Boulevard down to the odd, the, think, uh, odd to broad project or whatever. I think, I think it's a couple years away, so that kind of screws us a little bit. From my perspective on the inside here, I, I feel like the trolley is like Seventy-five to eighty percent of the way where it needs to be. Something yes, we're, that's we, a fair assumption. We are we're not quite there with how we figured out the best way possible. To utilize way, yeah, it. and has it been running at max capacity when we have used it? No. Yeah. So yeah. we're still yeah. The best is yet to come with that. I think too, which yeah. is uh, unfortunate that we, we would have liked to do a lot more with it, but what we realized to take it to people's places and do all that type of stuff is just not what we want to be doing it's just too much work it's not really what the trolley is designed for like um and even with august we didn't really do anything this month so the trolley itself by default has kind of you know not been used down Mm -hmm. a handshake so um i believe that will also be out for the get down if we get everything where where we want it to be so yeah it's been good though it's worth it because it'll it will return investment to the park year after year without mm-hmm. having to rely on a lot of external factors just selling the ads giving people rides doing private parties whatever that case is the bike the bike has value we just haven't mm-hmm. seen its full potential yet you know our pre-orders out already <clears throat> passport? oh yeah we've done 120 already right. yeah nice maybe 100 and a little under 125 it was like 113 right. before the weekend and i got a shit ton over the weekend my so. def- my directing people do made in utica.com yeah made in, utica, made in utica.com slash shop slash passport made in that goes right to the passport slash shop yeah slash or just passport. go to made in and you'll see the passport yeah, yeah. right on the home page um and then we're doing i think there's a promo code right now if you just put in utica od all one word it knocks off two bucks hey utica od yeah Where's my sponsorship money, you to go, D? What's up? You you guys will be in the passport. I got a page coming up for you. Hey. Or promo uh, page, I call it. You got to get like some eight, I'm trying to think of what, uh, like in the little comic books in the back that have the page where Stan Lee would answer all your questions. Yeah, fan mail. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, so good stuff. Again, uh, Downtown Get Down, uh, September 6th and 7th. Yep. There's um, all sorts of stuff to do, too. It's kid-friendly, pet-friendly, adult friendly because there's the after party at now even too so like there's there's no excuse to not come to one of the 50 things we're offering you know at all different times of the day at all different locations so 
let's get to the one last thing that we did, sort of out of nowhere. We I don't know how we ended up with the Uticast so uh, fantasy fantasy <laughs> football league. Because football sucks otherwise, and they got to get some skin in the game well, to make it worth it. I'm all about tell, the legal sports gambling. We were going over that. I, can, I don't got well, the cash to bet at week too. to week like that. I'd no, be far true. more aggressive with my football if I could gamble every week. I'd I, skip fantasy completely and just wager all sorts of money on games. I've been out of fantasy for, I think, God, since I've come back from New York. Right? I did not. Right. I used to be in a, the Carmine, I mean, I used to work, people know already. I used yeah. to work at the Carmine's restaurant. And uh, we had, between the waiters, we had a friendly uh, fantasy football, uh, uh, you know, the 12-team yep. uh, league. But it was relatively big money. And I don't know what's big money to you guys. But, you know, at the time, it was like 150 bucks if you to, get in, no, oh, to, to get, get in. No, to get in. buy-in. Jesus. How so, many teams were in it? 12. Oh, so you had, that was you, a payout. Yeah, yeah it's want. a huge payout, yeah. right? But if you were, when I was younger back then, I had more disposable income. Right. I was making a lot of cash. So I was like, 150? Yeah, bam. Yeah, take one it down. Worth work. One yeah. day's worth of yeah. work, right? Um, and you really, you get some deep investment in it. Uh, see, I'm 50-50 on that. If people, if everybody say put 20 in, even in our league, there's some people that are just inevitably going to tail out and are more playing to play with their friends, right? If you nice had money have something in it, it, I feel like we'd be taking $20 from four or five people in the league. That's a fair point as well. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know what you, you would do. need it to be way more serious with people who are going to check every week, watch videos every single week, you know? And I in, don't think we have half of our leagues, not even that, you know? In fantasy sports, I think what you get a lot of times with that is you get about half the league that's invested in it and half that's not. And yep. we could probably just get some side action between yeah, like, the six props, to eight guys who... that's in there, yeah. Uh, Weeklies, one-on-ones. I'll say this. I'll say this. Fantasy football. I'm looking forward to this league in particular. One, because it's full of all sorts of uh, local yep. made in Utica celebrities. Like yeah. uh, yourself and Kate and, uh, well, me, obviously, of TK. course. Yeah, TK, who TK films all there. of our videos. Heather Waz, of yep. course. who yep. uh, um, Mark's Mighty Team. Was that what Mark Simon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever it is. So a lot of like, the... Ken. Yeah. Ken's in there. Ken Smith. Shout out Ken Smith. Shout out Chris Mandry. Mandry. All the way, all the way from LA. Chris he drafted Mandry. David Carr in like the second round. An idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a homer for the Raiders. It's insane. I love it. Uh, Devin, of course, is back on there. Zach Wilson. So it's a big made Utica party. I'm yeah. looking forward to that part of it. Like that we just haven't... Take your team name out. Yours and mine. Who's our? Who's your best team name in there? Well, here's the problem. A lot of these people have not... Put them in yet? Put in good team names, right? I do like Devin. So, of course, I mean, this is actually a good content. We'll go through that. So you are the potholes. Yep, the mighty potholes. The fighting potholes. The fighting potholes. And I, in a playoff of my Twitter handle, SFDoom, I, of course, am Doom Patrol. Yeah, which we've established because you have a rhythm You're going with all the NFL's bad boys. all the suspended guys if they're on the wire yeah. out. I don't yep. care if they gotta yep. wait six weeks they got a spot in the uh, Doom Patrol Katie's team of course <laughs> is strong handshake which is pretty good I still think that you've made a mistake by not just calling it Handshake City FC but that's just me that's just my my take uh, Zach Wilson is Dab Marino Dab Marino might yep. be my favorite so far that's pretty good so the other thing is that if you start a fantasy Yahoo uh, Yahoo fantasy football team and you, I don't know if it's like this in other leagues. They'll just give you a team yeah. name. TK's team. But it'll be your name. Like yeah. TK's crazy team. Or, <laughs> or Ed's. Like, there's a guy in this league. By the way, team, yeah. Ed. If yeah. Whoever Who Ed is. Dope draft. Ed, who's killing the league with his amazing draft. Ed's expert team. Whoever that manager is. 
Please hit me up on yeah. Twitter and let me he know who you are. Expert. I'm fascinated. He's actually an expert. We He's might the need some only advice. person in this league who I don't know. Mystery Ed. Maybe I do know him. It's Dan O'Trolling you. Maybe it is Dan O'Trolling me. I don't know. Um, do you think you're going to win? Oh, yeah, by the way. I just of course I think I'm going to win. What kind of question is uh, that? I have the greatest team assembled of backup running backs. <laughs> I, think, I, I think Mark Simon's team, the Hebrew Hammers, is probably, the Hebrew Hammers. That's probably my favorite so that's far. That's pretty solid. Uh, the Uticats. That's Ute- Ken Simon. Uh, or Ken, sorry, Ken Simon. Ken Smith. And then uh, Ricky Fernandez with the standard UC for me. I don't hate it. Not the first time I've seen it. Ooh. I'll say, I'll to say that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I actually, I'll say, I'll put it this way. I don't feel like I know anything about football the way I did in my 20s. It's like the big Agreed. thing that I noticed when we were doing the draft. It's like, man, I really have nothing on some of these guys. And you wonder, too, that do some people know so much about someone that they actually don't know anything, and it's just a bunch of crap, right? Well, like, he's getting carries watched... in practice, and he looks good. Here's uh, my... Are you just making something up? I spent, <laughs> like, a couple hours this morning watching fantasy football experts. I'm using Oh, yeah, a guy on YouTube yeah, with I some mean, I, That's all I could think to myself. It's like, well, what does this guy know? Who's this guy? Why does he know? But then again, some people are freaking football nuts and, like, live for this shit. There's a great uh, Bill Simmons... Uh, line about fantasy football. It's basically, why would you sign up to for a 13 out of 14 chance of losing and making yourself miserable? Because that's really what it yeah. is. Like, I'll say this. I'm looking forward to it because it gives me something to engage with because I'm kind of out on football. Like, I've not played fantasy well, for the last few years, and football has been kind of a drag. See, our draft strategies were a tad different. I wouldn't take any Jets, Bills... <laughs> Dolphins, no, Jets, no, no rivals, because I don't want to win a fantasy game having to rely on someone from the Jets doing well. I want them to suffer in total misery all the time. <laughs> so they will never make my fantasy team. Oh, man. Right? So, like, You've and then you all took the all the bad boys. Yeah. I passed on Tyreek Hill. I don't need that trouble. Did you ever notice? You would take them. You like, like Cream the Hunt. Cream like Hunt the will never make my roster. Love the trouble. Antonio Brown is his toe in the line, and he hasn't done anything criminal yet, but he's just a baby. I'm going to have to get rid of him. Uh, I think... I don't like any controversy where they can get suspended, they can beat up a woman, they can fail a drug test. I don't want none of that, because all of a sudden, week They're six, you're looking good, yeah, and then they do something stupid. And it's you're true. Like, you know, no it's Zeke. not their behavior. Do whatever you want in your own personal time. On my fantasy team, I don't have time for your mischief, right? <laughs> like, uh, I think if you really want to be... Uh, I think Pete... Pete forgets, by the way. Shout out to Pete forgets for this team. Take a knee. I can't believe he didn't draft Kaepernick just to put him on his bench. He drafted Gronkowski because I went back trying to get him today. <laughs> Is why Pete, Pete's got him. Do right? you think he's not going to retire? Oh, he's coming back. One hundred percent. God. Um, all right, and let's. He ain't no um, softy like Walk. <laughs> I do have some lightning round questions for you if you want, but before we get into that, one last uh, sports thing. Sorry about this, folks. If you're not into sports, let's talk about the Premier League really quickly. Uh, we missed out a little bit in the first few weeks. We were so excited. I haven't missed a goddamn thing. How about that? <laughs> we we were so excited for specifically to watch a lot of these young Everton uh, lads on your squad here. And you're not feeling good three weeks in. You're already a little depressed about it, I can tell. I was depressed when they started signing everybody <laughs> because this is, what is it, the, what's the herring thing? Like, that's what herring, what's the, the false herring, what is the thing called? A red herring. A red herring, yeah. Red herring, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. what it was. Blue. It was blue. <laughs> but uh, it's all of these moves where everyone's like, you know, this is a really nice... It's like the Phillies in the offseason this year. It's like, you know, they signed a bunch of good guys. Now they got hard. They're going to really, they're going to win the division. It's like, no, there's still holes galore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Everton fell into the hype train again. I think it's because every year they stink as well to every signing that you do, inevitably. It's just better than what they had. Yeah, yeah. So each year you fall into this new hope because everything is keeps failing. 
So I was like, this is too much hype, and they're going to stink because it's just classic Everton, and it's already happening. It's a weird gripe, and I said this to you on... I mean, yesterday I said this to you. Um, it's the only sport I can think of where if you make a signing for a new player, mm-hmm. there's almost no chance they're immediately going to go on the draw. I don't, even I don't understand, understand why. Like, if you play... And I guess it's a skill level thing. Like, what other way to figure it out are, besides but... start playing games, right? Like, you only have 38, and you... each game counts for three points. Yeah, it seems you odd. can't risk losing two because you're not playing your best you players that you're paying $50 million all for. All the dudes I paid money to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't get it. I didn't, if it's... it's been a topsy-turvy few... First three weeks. Yeah. Well, the good is, thing is they've learned how to win, they've learned how to lose, and they've learned how to tie. <laughs> now that they've got them all out of the way, I hope they prefer winning and try to do that Theoretically, more. Everton is in fifth place because everybody between 5 and 13 is in a big schmoz yeah. in the middle. So, yeah. Well, the biggest problem there is, is everybody's already five points behind the rest of the guys. And that's gonna it's going to be City and And by Liverpool. the rest of the guys, you mean Liverpool. Yeah. I know. It's going to be them and City. It, that's I'm, the, I'm, it's only taken three weeks for it to already shake out where there's the top two and the rest of the stuff is going to salt and pepper its way down. Can I tell you the truth? Even And I'm not reverse jinxing myself. I really think that uh, it's going to be City again. I don't, oh, I don't for sure. See, and again, that falls into the just, until it's not, the team, yeah, you have the to best. pick them, right? Like Liverpool's got a great chance, but they also had the last two years. <laughs> We, uh, I think, I don't know where I put our, we, we put up our thing for the, the rankings, year, our yeah. rankings. I got to find them and we'll put them up on the it, internet. Yeah. Um, all right, so, again, before we get to lightning round questions, just one last time, uh, downtown get down, yep. September 6th, 7th, uh, com, mainnewyuga.com, slash shop, slash passport. Or just slash shop or whatever, yeah, you'll yeah, find yeah. it. And, and you're, you're pretty active on Twitter these days. I feel like you can never yep. tell if it's you or Kate uh, on there these days, but... well. Yeah. Or me, occasionally. If I usually am. the promo stuff will be, Kate, usually the rambling of, like, <laughs> usually being the, the disturbed about ranting. something yeah. as me that has no relation to Utica. Uh. All right. You ready? Yep. Lightning round questions. Justin Parkinson, uh, what I call you earlier, co-founder and local rabble rouser. Rabble rouser, yeah. um, Lightning round questions. Uh, who would play you in the movie of your life? Christian Slater. <laughs> no no doubt about it. No. I can see you as you get older. actor of our generation. You kind of got a young Jeff Bridges thing going on right now with the uh, with a little bit of the dude kind of vibe. I would need the spunk. Christian would get me. His, you don't have the same voice for him. That's okay. Hey, he, it's me, Justin be, Parkinson from Maiden Utica. Totally ah. fine. Yeah. Because he would be able to go right into character work and love. <laughs> we would. He would. We would really get along, I believe. So. Yeah. <laughs> don't meet your heroes. Yeah, that's what this yeah, is yeah. disappointing. Um. What is your all-time favorite fast food menu item? I think I know this already. Um, it's the the. Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Is it the jalapeno poppers from yeah, Arby's? Arby's? Arby's Does that jalapeno? Count? Does that count? I guess. It's a fast food. It like, is a fast appetizer. food item. And then um, what's the grilled stuff burrito thing? The Crunchwrap Supreme. The Crunchwrap Supreme with chicken, not beef. But yeah, the Crunchwraps. You know, funny story about that. They used to make chicken and beef ones, right? And then all of a sudden it was on the menu, and like, I must have asked on her girl one time. I was like, can I have chicken with that? And they're like, no. Then for years, I just assumed they stopped making it as chicken. Yeah. And then like, up until like a couple months ago, we were going through Taco Bell. I was like, can you ask if they can do like that number eight with chicken? And the guy's like, yeah, no problem. I was like, no problem. Are you kidding? Like, I'm not even kidding, Sam. Years of just believing that they couldn't make that meal. I was like, maybe it comes pre-made and they can't swap out the meats. I don't know. But it it all of a sudden disappeared. This guy said they can't do it. And I never bothered to ask again. Now, now I can. My Taco Bell consumption hit a brick wall a couple months ago. Uh, I, it's kind of expensive to go to Taco yeah. Bell now. Yeah. 
But I did figure out the hack if you want to spend <laughs> less money at Taco Bell. If you go for breakfast, you get a breakfast quesadilla and a bur- uh, breakfast quesadilla and a burrito. Yeah. It's like four bucks. Because the burritos are a dollar and the breakfast quesadilla is like two seventy. What do they sell their coffees there? Do you get coffee there? No, I'll just go next door and get like a cheaper coffee from somewhere else. Yeah. Get, I mean, like I'm, I'm not above driving to multiple, multiple best stops, best especially best if it's out of the all weekend. All the best like, deals, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All I'm the not, best I'm, deals. Come on, yeah, I'm not I'm that I'm much a, of a rush. Uh, <laughs> also, if the South Utica McDonald's wasn't absolutely atrocious, I'm always a sucker for a little McChicken with pickles on it. It's yeah. just something I don't know why. I just love it. It's probably it's terrible, but I just I you know, love it. It's a shame we haven't. We didn't. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but. Um, there's like this big thing with the Popeyes chicken sandwich. There's like this whole internet culture that like they're freaking out about this Popeyes. We we just lost our Popeyes. We can't even Good. get a Popeyes chicken. It's sandwich. It's because they false they mislead you saying that lady is their recipe. And it's oh not. my god! I shouldn't even have said anything. Uh, what are that's what, why? Because people know that they're not authentic. They can <laughs> see that in, that that they're not genuine. <laughs> Justin, what's something you are a big fan of that we wouldn't necessarily guess you are a big fan of? America's Got Talent. Yeah, you do love all the talent shows. I you like say. all the talent like yes. style competitions. Britain is far more talented, I must say. Yeah, I mean, have you listened to like the last seventy years of like music? Well, I think also <laughs> what they did with their talent shows is they allowed people who weren't British or you know within the kingdom yeah. of sorts. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. might the get, kingdom. well, you might get a random <laughs> Spanish or a Polish person. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they would come in and do it. And America Got Talent, I think, for the first few years, really focused on it being like Americans. Yeah. And now they're starting to get a little bit more diverse. Like mm-hmm. there's a lady in there now from God only knows what country because they did the world thing last <laughs> last. I'm rambling on that, but anyways, I think they're going to pick up by letting more people around the world. So mm-hmm. it's going to be called America's Got Talent, but it'll be a worldwide competition. Ooh, yeah. Just called Got Talent? Got question talent. mark? Worldwide. That should worldwide. be it. Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> I like it as a question. Just a talent? Yeah. Talent. I always Do you I, got it? I think a movie of based on like a talent show would be pretty good. There's all sorts of... I mean, of uh, didn't they make... Not... not uh, well, there's Best in Show. That's a dog, dog show. But show, didn't they yeah. make one as well? Like a Mighty Wind? Isn't that sort of... Not a talent show, I guess. It's like a folk concert, I guess. But You could probably do a good comedy out of this comedy... Sh- or this talent <laughs> show thing. With all these... All this weird uh, nonsense. Speaking of weird nonsense, what's a movie that you always stop and watch if you're flitching, flipping channels? Or I Dirty guess Dancing. Music? Yeah, Dirty Dancing. Yeah. You love Dirty Without Dancing. Without a doubt. Um, that one's almost too easy. That's just anywhere, anytime. I don't care what part of the movie it's on. I'm yeah. staying to the end. <laughs> um, but, geez, because Cable's... I mean... You know what's a good question for that one on another like another guest is that streaming thing when you can't find anything to watch. What's your streaming go to you've seen a million it's times? Like the, the office answer, doesn't though. count. It's the office friends or parts. You gotta pick right. a movie though. A movie. That you would always go to on a streaming service. <sighs> I mean I usually if I'm slipping through and I see Caddyshack on there, I will usually put on Caddyshack. It's or an major, easy league. Stop. major league. Major league is another be an one. easy stop on the th- if you're scrolling. Um, you might watch uh, watch again. You watch again on Netflix. The movies that I will watch over and over again are kind of weird. Like I've seen Snowpiercer like three times. Yeah, I like. See, I don't know why. Movies I, like uh, Snowpiercer. Superbad was like that for me for a while. Super- just, if I felt like throwing on something mm-hmm. in the background, I just always put on Superbad. You'll I shake your head. I probably watched. I watched Thor Ragnarok like five times. Five times. See like, that that movie is just a go-to stop if you want to watch something on streaming. It's consistent. It's funny. Uh, God, I'm trying to think of one to the one I watched. I waste watched. so much time just flipping through I stuff, watched, wanting to watch stuff. Do you, have movies, like, eh, do you eh. have movies you watch, like, on a yearly basis? Like, do you watch Forrest Gump, like, every year? No. Like, once a year? Um, 
I watched no, like, not like routinely like that. No. I watch the thing every year, usually around Halloween. Once a year, do, uh, do it. Yeah, I sometimes watch like Phantasm once a year around Halloween as well. That was the thing I used to do on this show. I used to do like movie marathons. I just ran out of time to watch a movie every every single every yeah. day, day or other day or whatever yeah. it is, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I might have to get into more of that, like, because I'm always looking for new stuff, well, and I'm not going back to my old stuff. I'm always looking for like a new show, new doc, or something I haven't seen. I hardly go back into my streaming stuff and be like, I'm gonna watch that. That's again. a good idea for new content. We should just do some. We'll do like a movie, uh, a movie review for like old horror movies for Halloween. I still want to do the video game show that we keep talking about that we're never gonna do. I, mean, I think we could, that pie is the the key. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, All right, we might could throw that in there. Maybe we're going to do something with that and some, well, some video game and have to get done. We have more, I have more stuff to talk to you about off the air about that this week. So there I might some, be some more. There's more about there, we'll, yeah. we'll follow up on that in a little bit. Uh, give me one book, movie, album, or television show that you uh, or you and Kate are currently reading, listening to, or watching. Hmm. TV show would probably be it. Um, you know what? I haven't done it, but I'm going to again as I'm about to start Party Down again. Wow, redo party down. Yeah, I've done that one a lot. But I love the first uh, first season of Party Down is excellent. It's just so depressing, but funny. There's two, I think. Yeah, Um, because Krista, a lot of them leave for other shows and and things like that. But uh, yeah, the first season of Party Down has Adam Scott, was it Jane Lynch? Yeah, um, Lizzie Kaplan, uh, Mm -hmm. Martin Starr. It's a good, it's a good cast. Uh, Ken Marino is on there, so there, there's some talent. It's funny, it's hilarious. All the guest cast is good. Your boy Simmons there, um, J.K. Simmons, yeah. yeah. So it's a really, and that's on Hulu. So I go, go watch Party Down. It's hilarious, depressingly hilarious. Uh, that's it. That's really all I got for you. You, you don't watch Succession, do you? I've tried yelling. No, I'm um. See, you do the. I'll watch that when you watch my Costner show. I told you I can't. I don't have access. We don't have access to anything to anymore. The That's the problem. Yeah, I don't have access. everything's being blocked because of yeah. all these streaming networks that whacked out all of our stuff. It did. It threw everything off. I can't. It's like a power outage. Maybe that's the greatest thing to happen as a world. We're gonna lose all our streaming all passwords. Our <laughs> all your friends' streaming passwords uh, no longer work. What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's over. Watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's- that's it. Uh, Justin, you can follow Justin at uh, Maiden Utica as well on Twitter. He's on Facebook, Instagram, all over the place. You're yeah. on all the platforms. I don't know the other ones. What's it? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's it. What am I missing? Snapchat? You're on Snapchat, kind of. They should just morph into one. I feel like Instagram kind of stepped on Snapchat's whole Yeah, the thing. stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'll use the stories this time. This the weekend. stories are good. The stories are good. That's the way to do it, I think. That's uh, It's quick, easy. You forget about it. It's over with. That's how I feel every time uh, we <laughs> this podcast. Just Quick, like, easy, right. forget about it, it's, it's over so with. All right. Uh, thanks, Justin. We'll be back. Success. Back to the show in just a moment. Parkinson of Maiden Utica, Downtown Get Down. Coming up, September 6th and 7th, uh, go to maidenutica.com slash shop slash passport to pre-order your Maiden Utica passport. They're really cool. 
Uh, I love the design stuff that Justin's been doing. Actually, I was looking at some today. Very excited. I want all of them as t-shirts. That's my new... I know. They look mm. cool. They're all very cool. Um, Heather, so before before I forget, I wanted to say this during the Andrew Luck thing. I didn't get a chance to say it. Whatever. You need to go to your team and you need to cut Andrew Luck. Well, he's on the bench right now. Yeah, you need to cut him. Yeah. And you need to go get a backup quarterback. I'm going to. I'm working on tonight. I have a plan. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. That's all I got. All right, good. Don't worry. I'm still going to win. Somehow. Watch her cut him, then he changes his mind. And he's like, that's that's, that's the only thing I was thinking Justin of. Justin picks yesterday. him up on waivers. Oh, God. That's what he wants all along. This is all Look part at him. Of... He's so... Smiling like the cat that got the canary in he's the green room. He's screaming out there. Um... All right, let's let's get through these history lessons. I don't I don't love them this week. Um, Are you there? It's always this is always... literally the beginning of the second segment. <laughs> It's <laughs> not like forever. an in-between or anything. No, no, no. Yeah. That was the in-between. Oh, sorry. And I'm going to go through these. You would these... know if you were here every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go through these first two here uh, just Poor because um, I feel like we talk about these every year around this we time. We do, the same ones. Yep. Yeah, it's Harry Houdini. I missed it. Yep, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Harry Houdini was today. Yep, great. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> Harry Houdini was today. Uh, 1965 <laughs> was Bob Dylan, booed for playing electric guitar. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. I will say um, there was one about the Bob Dylan thing. Bob Dylan apparently was named on Time Magazine's 100 Most Important People of the 20th Century. Not musicians, not like just. Yeah, just, no question. You think so? Yeah. Some of the other people on the list Albert Einstein, uh-huh. Franklin Roosevelt, uh-huh. Gandhi, uh-huh. Muhammad Ali, uh-huh. Louis Armstrong, yep. Leo Bakeland. Who's that? He is the Belgian-born American chemist who invented uh, photographic paper in 1893. Yes, yeah, so and he also marked the beginning of modern plastic industry. So there you go, oh, this that's is plastic. A yeah, Lucille Ball, The Beatles. Uh, yes, times a thousand for Lucille Ball. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Tim Berners-Lee, who was the guy who invented the World Wide Web. He's not. Mm-hmm. He didn't invent the internet, but you know. sure. Yeah, yeah. Marlon Brando. That one kind of seemed. I didn't realize that Marlon Brando was so. So popular. Brando's more of a stretch than Bob Dylan, but like I get it. I mean, these lists are mostly just for like old people to just you know fluff themselves off about how great it was to be young. There was a guy who I thought was interesting here I'd never heard of. You know who Leo Burnett was? No. He uh, he was an American advertising executive, uh, and he's responsible for like some of the most like uh, important marketing campaigns of the 20th century: Tony the Tiger, Charlie the Tuna, Marlboro Man, Maytag Repair Man, United Airlines, Allstate. Um, so he did a lot of those stuff, which just seems kind of wild, but mm-hmm. it's probably more influential than we give it credit for. I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't love Bob Dylan. I, I, I don't, don't see care. it. I'm not I seeing just... it with Bob Dylan. Yeah. There. Yeah, I don't love Bob Dylan, but like, it's one of those things where I don't love it, but I understand why and how it's as important as it is. I don't. Uh, how about this one? documentary 19... you should watch. I'll send you a link. All right. How about this one, 1973? On this day, uh, Marvin Gaye released his 13th studio album, Let's get it on. We talked about Marvin Gaye before on this pod? Uh, maybe at some point. What album was that? Let's get it on. What, it what number? 13th. We played that was, at the I didn't wedding. know there were 12 other ones. We played Let's Get It On at that wedding. I played it this weekend. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Things got a little hot and heavy in the I'm translation sure for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there were some people. Uh, recording sessions <laughs> from this album took place from June uh, 1970 to 1973. That's a, like, a long time for like a record. Three years? Mm. Three full years? Uh, it incorporated smooth soul, doo-wop, and something called 
Quiet Storm, which I have to look up mm. uh, later on here. It's also noted by critics for its sexually suggestive lyrics uh, and was cited by one writer as one of the most sexually charged albums of ever recorded. Tell he wrote that a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny though because I was yes. saying like I went back a couple weeks ago for some reason or another and was listening to one of our old songs from back in the day. Sure, like I think it was with Steve. Sure, and, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. And um, he likes to play the hits. You know, <laughs> some of those songs I wrote, I was like, man, these are kind of gross. Kind of like some of the stuff is well, very I sexual because it's like I was like yeah. you know you're like interested yeah. in. And let me tell you, it's real easy to make something like a song like about sex yeah. sound corny. Some of that, I, <laughs> it, do I, mean? I mean, even like "Let's Get It On" as a song is corny as shit. Like I like Marvin Gaye a lot, but I'm not really listening to "Let's Get It On." Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. It's a good track though. He he's got <laughs> he's got good gravitas. You, he he's, he's got leader. great gravitas, but like "Let's it Get It On" is not top twenty, Marvin Gaye. Not top know. 10, at least. Uh, you know way more than that. I do? Okay. Yeah. Margaret Ain't No Mountain High Enough? Yeah. Maybe that song? Oh, I love that song. What's Going On? That's way... Oh, what's, what's Going On is oh, my... Oh, way better than What's that. Going On is probably the one I listen to the most. Yeah. That album is excellent. It's got yeah. um, Mercy, Mercy Me, Inner City yeah. Blues. Okay, maybe Mercy I've heard me. about Lots of great stuff on yeah. there. Never mind. Uh, Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On helped further the funk genre's reach and influence in the music industry, as was the... Uh, as well as the increase in mainstream appeal. Contemporary R&B musicians such as Prince, D'Angelo, and the uh, the canceled R. Kelly were greatly influenced by its vintage sound and seductive themes, incorporating his musical style uh, into their music. He got shot it's by true. his dad. His dad, yeah. Dad. Murdered by his dad. Yeah, murdered by his dad. Over that. some wild stuff, yeah. Marvin Gaye, he's a really interesting guy to read about and go back and like see and like how it... Like one of those, definitely one of those really important figurehead transitional artists from the studio and label phase where you're out there recording other people's songs and it's like a pop yeah. machine into the like no i'm this artist who stands on my own two yeah. feet and is this thing and one of those vanguards have changed very much in the same way a guy like bob dylan was now why they don't get held up the same way in america i won't speculate but um, i think of a couple of reasons similar kind of thing though you know what i mean and also another guy in a long list of musicians who have been taken away uh, for one reason or another, earlier than they might have been. Yeah, he's think about a, how many musicians have died. I mean, whether murdered, whether suicide, overdose, yeah. whatever else it might be. Yeah, we were talking about Andrew Luck with like the great what ifs. I, you wonder, like Marvin Gaye, like what if? How many more albums? How long? How much longer? And how many would songs? he have become one of these guys, almost like a Bill Russell, where like he's eighty and putting out like, yeah, his, yeah. his dark, sad Leonard Cohen, Johnny Cash, like <laughs> yeah. end of his life, death is coming album. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a whole other thing. that whole John. We should do a thing about the Johnny Cash like late era albums that he did with Rick Rubin one of these days. Like, just, yeah. that's a crazy. Like thing to just do like a whole. One thing. of the few times that somebody's done. <laughs> she says she hates Johnny. We'll Cash. just do it one of the weeks you're not here. So any uh, week coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, four in a row. I mean. I came tonight. I could have said no. It's like you getting heads four times in a row. Tails is coming. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next history lesson. Uh, we might have this one before in the past too, but uh, 2004 Birdman, directed by. Uh, uh, Alejandro uh, Inaritu, I think. What? I, that was not 2004. 14. I'm sorry. Okay. I was going to say. I'm like, wait a uh, minute. I know, know good time dilations as we get older, but whoa. And starring uh, Michael Keaton premieres at the Venice Film Festival. Uh, it was the best picture from 2015. Normally, I pull up the 2015 movies and like we decide if it's still the best movie, but I don't. Rem- I didn't care to. Okay. I, I don't remember. Um, did you guys like this movie? I never saw it. Never I saw Birdman, Birdman? yeah. No. I thought Birdman was pretty good. 
the story follows, you know, Michael Keaton's character uh, as a, fade, a faded Hollywood actor best known for playing a superhero who's adapt, uh, struggling to mount a Broadway adaptation of a short story by Raymond Carver. It's very meta because, of course, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton played Batman. Uh, it got me thinking, uh, is the original Batman movie Michael Keaton's Apex Mountain or is Birdman his... Oh, no, Batman. Batman is Batman. the Apex yes, Mountain. Let's not even close. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I want I pulled up the list and I wanted to just do a quick run through from Michael Keaton because Michael Keaton's career is really weird. Maybe Beetlejuice. Oh, I love You can make an argument that Beetlejuice is Apex okay. Mountain, but it doesn't get much bigger than Batman. Okay, let me take a look at this. So the first movie role he has is a movie called Night Shift. I'm not counting that. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. Mom, that was kind of a hit, oh, but I not like early on. Uh, Johnny Dangerously, a movie that was on Comedy Central a lot. Gung Ho, a movie that was on TV mm-hmm. a lot. Beetlejuice 1988 is first. Uh-huh. That comes out. That's probably mm, man. It is kind of between Beetlejuice movie. and Batman. I suppose. But I think I think, I think if you're going for the Apex Mountain measurement, it's got to be Batman. It's the next two year movies was huge. He does Batman Return in in 1992, and then kind of nothing falls off. Mm-hmm. Like real quickly, it's like speechless. Multiplicity. He's in Jackie Brown for like a second. Multiplicity was pretty good. Uh, he's in the Jack Frost movie, not the horror movie. Oh, I saw that. Uh, he's. On a movie called First Daughter, he's in Herbie Fully Loaded. He's in White Noise, which is actually not that bad of a movie. I got a funny story about White Noise that I'm not going to tell on the podcast. I've oh. got a funny story about White Noise. Uh, New cast is... After Dark. Tune in for my White Noise Michael Keaton story. <laughs> um, Toy Story Three. The other guys, 2010, before Birdman. He was great in that. Yeah, he was that? really good. He's a comedy. But yeah, it's the a other guys movie. one where Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell are like detectives that oh. like team up. He's like the commissioner of police who's like oh. all high, strong, yeah, and angry. Yeah. yeah, the running joke is he keeps quoting TLC songs, but he was in Spotlight, wasn't he? This is that's after Birdman. So for Spotlight was after Birdman. Yeah, it's 2015. Birdman is really? 2014. Yeah. I thought Spotlight was uh, older than that. There's a three, there's a four year gap between the other guys and Birdman. So after Birdman, he does the Need for Speed movie, he does the RoboCop remake, he does Spotlight, he does the Minions movie, he does the Founder, he does both these Spider-Man movies. Which he was supposed in. to be great in the Founder. Uh, so he does the Dumbo movie, which was bombed, which bombed. But again, mm-hmm. I'm sure he you got paid. You probably is with a guy like this. Like if you look at that career path, partially Beetlejuice, but. Imagine how much money he probably made off Batman. Yeah. Like different back end stuff yeah. and like if it, I mean I doubt he negotiated like percentage points, but like even still, I bet he made so much money off that and you know almost like an Andrew Luck guy I was like, well, look, I've got this much money. Like yeah, I'm just gonna man. hang out. I got I'd rather see my kids grow up and stay home with my kids than mm. is make some dumb movie. A good actor. Yeah. Yeah. I think Birdman was the first time that people like bought him as, like, a really, like, this guy's a great actor. Like, he's been good in a lot of things, but a lot of hammy stuff. Like, Beetlejuice is, like, chewing scenery. It's hard to say. Sure. Like, Batman, is he great in Batman? He's pretty good in Batman. Oh, yeah. He's a great There's something likable about him instantly. I feel like there's something a little shady about him. Like, there's a little bit of darkness on the outside of Keaton when you look at him. He's got that little He seems like he's got more damage. He's got more going on behind the eyes than he's letting you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, and let's do the last one. Uh, 2016, on this day, uh, San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick kneels in protest during the U.S. national anthem. Uh, this was like, uh, it's weird that this was like the biggest story of 2016. It feels like it had a way larger, like, longer-term narrative than it meant to. And I always think of this story as a good example of when something... 
like Colin Kaepernick did something to protest uh, what he was saying. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the list right here. Uh, ra- uh, racial injustice and systematic oppression in this country. That was what he kneeled for. Mm-hmm. I feel like the story was sort of taken out of his hands and got like a life of its own. And it's kind of he's almost as if they did that by design. It's all it's wild, right? Like it's crazy. How far the story got from where it originally started? Well, because uh, this speaks to the uncomfortable truths about the centrality of why he was actually originally doing this. Nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah, everything just started trickling after that, though. Yeah, uh, he filed the grievance in uh, November 2017 against the NFL and its owners, accusing them of collusion uh, to keep him out of the league. He did reach a confidential settlement with the NFL, although a lot of people found out the number and it was not as high as people thought it was going to be. I think people expected him to make more money from the NFL. Um, he was back in the news this week because Jay-Z, like, signed a deal with the NFL, and, like, Colin Kaepernick is, like, on Jay-Z's label, so there was some question about what that meant for Colin Kaepernick, and people seemed to displeased with Jay-Z about the whole thing, I think. I don't know. I don't like seeing Jay-Z out there with Roger Goodell. I hate Roger Goodell. All right, that's it. That's all the history lessons I have. It was, that was tough. Right, Heather? It was great. <laughs> all right. Great. We'll do a little palate cleanse. We got some stuff from other blogs here. Um... All right, uh, how do you pick pasta shapes, or is it all just bullshit? Okay. <laughs> Have you any thoughts, pasta shapes, or is it all just bullshit? Well, it depends what you what want at the time. Shape? Like, does the shape of the pasta Like shells, or ziti, or rotini, or spaghetti, or linguine. Uh, depends on what you're trying to make with it. Different different pasta shapes work better for different things, different kinds of sauce, different kind of dishes. But part of it is also mood and preference mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? Oh, I think they all have utility. I don't. You can't just pick them willy nilly. Like you have a thin. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's way more to it than just like I like this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they yeah, pair yeah. in well with certain stuff. Like if you just if you've got a basic just like basic red tomato sauce, right? And it's just there, and you want to put it with some pasta, then just pick whatever pasta you like. But if you're making an actual dish probably matters what kind of pasta you're using. Yeah. You know, quite a bit. Like, there's different things that work for different reasons. You know what I mean? There's a reason that nobody's making, you know, instead of chicken riggies, they're not doing chicken <laughs> spaghetti. Because yeah. they gross with spaghetti. You know what or I like mean? Or, like, shells. That would be weird. Shells, yeah, I do sh- like shells. Shells are I mean, good. if you made chicken riggies, and instead of using riggies, used linguine, people would not I'd have a nervous like break. it. It'd be, be weird, right? It'd be weird. It'd be super weird. You could stretch to, like, ziti or a couple of the other, like, round noodles, yeah. like maybe penne or something like that, mm-hmm. but yeah. But you need it because the sauce gets into the noodle and it gives it more room to cling on. You get yeah. the ridges, you know what I mean? It just fits better with the dish. Right. Yeah. All right. But if you're like cooking for little kids and you're just trying to get them to eat something, I don't like, give oh, a crap. I'll get try this fun shape, yeah. whatever they'll eat. Whatever. I like uh, farfalle. That's an underrated one. The little There's bowl. the bow ties? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Those are good. good. Yeah, I like uh, cavatelli. Oh, yeah. Cavatelli. Yeah. The frozen cavatelli is my all time. I was at Encora last week for yeah. uh, for dinner and that was their special. And I almost got it. It was, it was like a baked cavatelli with like mm-hmm. the, you know, the moths on top and everything. Mm-hmm. I came this close to ordering it, but. I couldn't get away from that strip steak. They Man. do such a good job at Dan Lacani's Encora with that strip steak. Shout out to Dan Lacani. Once he gets some social media presence, I'm going to get him on here to talk <laughs> about it. He's like nervous about the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. It's one uh, of those weirdos. I really, I think at the end of the day, like if they sat me down and like, you're going to have your last bowl of pasta, it would be uh, Orichetti or Hats, I think is my favorite. Yeah. Like, mm. I I just think that's my favorite vessel. I feel like when it goes with hats, though, I always end up wanting it to be bro- garlic and broccoli. broccoli. Yeah, like garlic and broccoli. I don't have no issue with that. <laughs> but if it's, your, <laughs> if it's your last pasta ever, you don't have to get some red sauce in there. I do love pasteurity, though. I don't know. Uh, man. I love hats and broccoli. What's the thick, long spaghetti pasta? The really thick one. It's really good. Probably uh, that's probably actually just spaghetti. No, they have a name for it. There, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it round or is it flat? It's round. 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 Yeah, it's like really thick. 
Editor, oh, uh, God. You know what? I know what you're talking like about. It almost looks like a big, long cavatelli, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I can't think so of what the good. name of it is. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Yeah. You can get those, like, I used to get those at Maria's Pasta Shop back yeah. in the day. Shout out to Maria's Pasta Shop. Maria's Pasta Shop still crazy. Shenantries has them, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is one. We'll do this one. It has a little bit of preamble, but I noticed this because uh, it made me laugh. Uh, recently, I've noticed a lot of people responding to text messages using the thumbs up emoji. Every time I receive this as a response to a text message, it makes me furious. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, okay, how has this become a resp- uh, acceptable way to respond to another human communicate another human's communication? Is this just a cop out of not having a ty- uh, to tirelessly compose a real response via text, or am I alone in my hatred of this contrived communication method? No, I also get unreasonably annoyed when I get just a thumbs up as a response. Yeah, I want, like- what does that mean? Like, your thumbs up, like, yeah, I don't give a crap, yeah, whatever, or... Most times I get it, it's never from somebody who would be annoyed anyway, but I think it's just, like, a quick response, but I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. you couldn't even give me, like, a gotcha, okay, or they don't thumbs even, up. Or they thumbs up the comment, that, like, the text. <laughs> that, They don't even send you a thumb, they actually, like, thumb yeah. the text. That's just somehow, and like... I'm really mad about that. <laughs> no, I think you guys are wild. That's no. passive aggressive. <laughs> I think that's passive aggressive. Wrote this whole text and you just thumbed my text. Well, because so here, here's me. the thing. Like it's like you, saying like sure. Even text I text you. Every once in a while. Okay. Um, but I would say, here's the, like I can see some scenarios that might not be enough, but generally, you're either going to get something like that or you'll just get nothing. Because if you send me a text message, you conveyed a bunch of information, that thumbs up is like, it's same. You're if you've worked in restaurants, you know what I mean? That's basically just saying heard. Heard. heard, yeah, heard, yeah. heard, gotcha. Yep. You know, like, we're at, oh, thank you for like, what else starting to say back? Thumbs up, gotcha. It's good. We're all set. You know what oh, I mean? God. If you need moral support via text message, I'm not your, I'm never gonna be your guy. Um, <laughs> He's gonna just send thumbs up to you now. That's all, I'm, Heather. I swear, if I remember for the rest of my life, all you're getting is thumbs up from me. I'm ready for it. <laughs> all right, I have. I got uh, your email address now too. I'm coming you do. for you. I have two quick pieces of uh, movie news that came out this week. Uh, the first one is that they are finally getting a fourth Matrix movie. It's officially a go. That. Keanu Reeves is back. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss. We're you are? Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, are people ready for, do want people want another Matrix movie? People don't want Keanu anything. Keanu Reeves is hot right now, so I think he's, people are That's, a, good, that's a really, really good point, point actually. This is like the Keanu. John Wick is out there. But no, just like everybody else, nobody weird. wants any of this, but now they're just like gluttonously overstuffing us until we burst and die, <laughs> like the fourth murder victim in seven. <laughs> like that's pretty much what's like, no, nobody wants this or needs this, but you're going to goddamn take it. And you're going to think about it. Did you like the Matrix movies? I liked the first two. The first two? Yep. That's more than most people like. Okay. People generally like just the first one, it seems like. I only saw the first one. I've never seen another Matrix movie after that. I mean, they're doing this with Avatar, too. Like, we're going to get more Avatar Uh, movies. I never watched Avatar. That does not feel good. Oh, you should watch it. You would like it, actually. Yeah. Okay. It would be up your alley. Really? Yeah, it's, it's very crunchy. Okay. In its vibes and like preserve nature oh, and like wow. live in harmony with the world and everything like that. and how that's important. You would like it. Your son would probably like it too another year or two. Like the big blue creatures. Like it's very visually stimulating yeah. as well. I would recommend it. Right. Uh, and also the other news that came out this week is that negotiations between Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios uh, stalled this week. Which means that Spider-Man, one of the most popular characters in the Marvel Universe, is no longer allowed to be used in the Marvel Universe movies. Why? Uh, because Sony likes to make money. and they Sony's think... fighting with Disney and My Marvel son just and... started liking Spider-Man. Well, that's over. Spider-Man's dead. Spy- yeah, Did he Spider-Man. watch Into the Spider-Verse? No, I didn't even know he liked Spider-Man. Get on, get on Netflix. So tell me about get on it. Netflix. Have him watch Into the Spider-Verse. It's animated and it's the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. 
You uh, really, really like it. I think it's kind of... The only thing that's weird... Again, it's a movie franchise. These are all movie stars. They're all making tons of money. I'm sure they'll keep making movies. But I can't feel that bad about it. He's pretty young right now, so he was... Yeah. You know, this was his thing. He's got a good prognosis. Tom Holland. He's really paid. Okay. Um, but I will say, it is kind of odd, because the, if you know much about the last couple Marvel movies, they were sort of lining up to have... Tom Holland as Spider-Man be kind of the main like the new Iron Man yeah. character. And I liked his character. It's kind of odd that they would do that without thinking that they had some long-term thing in place already. They probably got caught Dude, out. Caught out, yeah. Caught out. Hubris. <laughs> it's Hubris. coming to get you. Bring them all down. Uh, Alright, and then uh, I guess that's all I really have for us this week. Oh, no, you know what? I have one last one. It's a great story I heard this week. Um, there was a variety reported this on Monday. Robert De Niro is suing an ex-staffer of his production company, Canal Productions, for $6 million, alleging that, that uh, the employee spent astronomical amounts of time watching Netflix uh, at her office. So they're suing her for six... How do you know? Well, they have... Your employer knows what you're doing on the computer at all times. Yeah. Uh, company says he rarely came into the... Uh, she rarely came into the office and spent astronomical amounts of time watching Netflix during the work week. Company alleges that during the four-day period in January, she watched 55 episodes of Friends over four days. Wait, what was her position there? Just, She's probably just some staffer. Just worked there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, get a better handle on your people. I understand. This is this is another case of TV. old folks being confused about what's happened to the world. I think. <laughs> yeah. like, what was her boss? I, I'm, Robert De Niro. Like, get, I, I know, more than I know a lot of people that are at work that just like have weird desk jobs like that that are secretly not doing a damn thing. Oh yeah. Um, and just like watching Netflix and doing shit like that, but that's on you, man. Like, get, yeah. get your employee. They don't work there anymore. You can't recoup losses. No, no. you've got no case. Uh, all right, that's it. That's all I got for you guys this all week. Right. Uh, Heather, thank you for making it. We love you. Yeah, you're better than you. Yeah, he's not being kicked off for something this time. It is lately. You're gonna have to get the heck out of here right now before your husband calls and yells at you. No, he's sleeping. That's not, I don't think that's a thing. They they have very good communication (laughs) skills. It's not the 70s. It's true. Your son might call and yell at you, though. No, he's sleeping. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, follow Heather at HeatherWise1, follow Kevin at underscore Kevin Sullivan, follow me at SFDoom, or just follow the show at Uticast. We are on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitch Podcasts, taking over the web. Uh, that's it. Woodstock lives. Sayonara, humanoids. Keep it tight. The tape machines are rolling. We are desperately out of time. We will see you next week for another episode of the Uticast. Oh, yes. You hate this one. You hate it so much, Heather. I love it. I love how much you hate it. It feeds me. All right. Bye, folks. Bye, folks.